The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Welcome to the Mr. Nelson Show. This is episode 178. Uh, well, of course, Alex Jones, you know, we talked about that uh, last time around. Uh, got deplatformed and all that uh, because the left apparently feels they can't win an uh, uh, argument with that idiot. <laughs> That's how bad it is. I thought there was a blue wave coming. There's supposed to be this blue wave. So you got to get rid of all the allies of Trump and prevent them from being able to get their word out. Why? Well, okay, so Alex Jones is gone. Now Gavin McGinnis has been banned from Twitter permanently, along with the official Proud Boys account. Now, Proud Boys is this group that Gavin started on his old show on Compound Media. That uh, was the Gavin McGinnis show, and he started that out. And it started out as a gag from that song about Proud of your boy. Yeah, so they would do that a lot. Uh, but nobody in the media knows this because they're too lazy I'm, I think the archives of the shows are still available at Compound Media. They could have, could have done that. Or they could have just asked him, you know. But no, no, let's run with it. They're Nazis. They're all Nazis. The Proud Boys got into some uh, scuffles with Antifa because anybody within a few steps of Antifa is going to get in a scuffle with them because they're violent, deranged thugs. They've been doing it since their inception. Has Antifa been banned from Twitter? No. The excuse here was, oh, well, we're maintaining our policy of, of uh, banning uh, extremist groups. Uh, and they associate Gavin and uh, Proud Boys with the Unite the Right deal, which I guess is still a thing because they're trying to do another rally in Washington. Uh, last year, of course, they had the terrible event in Charlottesville, where a woman was killed by some deranged lunatic in a car, and that was all uh, Richard Spencer and his alt-right shitheads, uh, originally there to uh, protect a Confederate statue or some such nonsense, and so there they were. And the press blows this thing into this huge thing that this is why Trump got elected, because of this, what, 600 guys? Uh, so there you go. The, the, the reasons for... Uh, him to be uh, uh, banned are not exactly certain. I'll go through it here. This is from Gateway Pundit, who I think was the first little link I saw discussing this story. Um, oh, let's see. Uh, yeah, one of the guys was saying, hey, they're preventing me from linking the Proud Boys and Gavin uh, disavowing the white identitarians. Yeah, they don't want you to get that across because Gavin has disavowed the alt-right uh, Richard Spencer. He knows Richard Spencer. He's uh, uh, interviewed him on his show and all that sort of thing, uh, which lots of people have. <laughs> and But that doesn't mean they're in bed together, and he publicly disavowed what the man believes. Richard Spencer is a lot like the left. Uh, tribal in his thinking, very collective, uh, as what nationalism tends to be. 
Uh, there's not a whole lot of difference between a socialist and a nationalist uh, when it comes to how the societal structure would work. Uh, he believes in you know, national health care, stuff like that. Uh, he also uh, doesn't believe in free speech. He doesn't think that's a good idea. So uh, Gavin is most certainly not that. Uh, but of course, when you're ignorant of all this, as I said, see, I actually witnessed the birth of the Proud Boys, <laughs> albeit on my computer monitor. But nevertheless, it was live and I saw the whole thing. Um, so Gavin says this is all a coordinated attack to prevent Trump from getting reelected. It's pointless, however, because he's already won. And ironically, it's because of moves like this. Yeah, I mean, again, if the blue wave is coming, <laughs> you don't need to do this. I mean, historically, the out party wins uh, the Congress, you know, and it seems that's likely. What's this for? And this is strange because Twitter actually was patting itself on the back because as far as I know, up to now, they haven't banned Alex Jones uh, because he said, well, he didn't really uh, violate our rules. So they were kind of patting themselves on the back. See, see. We're not the knee-jerk guys of censorship. Yeah, they are. Uh, but all the others, Facebook and YouTube and what have you, uh, banned him. And so they, we're not going to do that. But yeah. And some of them might be a little smarter to know that if you keep Alex Jones around, you can always paint, use him to paint the right and say that they're all like this, this crazy conspiratorial idiot, you know, who does his WWE act on his show. Uh, and that's what they all are. And uh, so probably uh, maybe Twitter was a little smarter in that and keeping him around while the other idiots uh, decided to take him down. But I tell you, a lot of people apparently seriously believe that without Alex Jones, uh, Trump could not have gotten elected. And again, if you really think that, you are not paying attention. Uh, so, uh, yeah, here it is. The, uh, it, uh, Gavin said it goes without saying proud boys has nothing to do with this, meaning the alt-right, the, you know, unite the right and Richard Spencer and his group. We are a multiracial group that eschews the alt-right and despise DNC operatives such as Occupy Wall Street's Jason Kessler. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, Unite the Right 2 is coming. They want to do it at Washington. They were going to do it at Charlottesville, I think, originally, but they said, no, you're not. And so, uh, so there they'll be. Uh, so, uh, the idea is to, uh, block it. It's also, it makes it a little harder to, to clear this up to where they can say, no, they're all white supremacists. And this is part of this idiot idea that uh, if you are uh, pro-Western civilization, if you're living here, you are. <laughs> you know, I mean, everybody's dying to get into this country and stuff like that. Why is that? Because it's better. It's better here. Why is it better here? Because it's Western civilization. The ideals, all the beliefs you hold, even if you're on the left, comes from that. You, everything you have, you owe it to Western civilization. It is not a cold word for white supremacy. That is an idiotic and lazy smear from people who cannot even begin to constitute an argument to counter the opposing argument, which is what people like me make. <laughs> so uh, this is what the Proud Boys was. Oh, we're a Western chauvinist. 
it is a multiracial group. Uh, any race can join. So that was the deal. Uh, but it was all about this, that Western civilization is something to be proud of. It's something to promote because it is the salvation of humanity. Uh, otherwise, we go back to the beastal ways that humanity has always been. And uh, when you see what happens with this whole, with the, the war breaking out with, uh, between civilizations, which is us and the jihad, look what they do. I mean, they're mutilating women, uh, executing homosexuals. They call for the extermination of Jews. Boy, if you really wanted to punch a Nazi, there was your opportunity. But oh, no. Oh, no. Opposing the jihad is white supremacist racism. It's exactly what it is. I mean, on and on and on with this absolute idiocy. Just so your group can win. You don't deserve to win when you can't even mount a cohesive and rational argument. Man, and that's why a lot of this stuff happens here. So uh, here we are at Big League Politics. Gavin McGinnis has spoke exclusively to Big League Politics after his Twitter account was banned Friday evening. Uh, they think this is going to stop Trump, he told Big League Politics. Maybe if they deplatform us, the socialists will win, but they won't. We've already won. You can't stump the Trump. <laughs> Uh, Gavin has always been a huge cheerleader for Trump. Uh, the left is trying to make this about unite the right. It's a lie. That's right. It is. <laughs> That's all you got, you know? Um, and, and it's another one of these things that comes to it. If the political opponent that you are opposed to has to be as evil as white supremacy, what does that say about you? That in order for you to be right, you need your opponent to be that evil. <laughs> because it is a lie. You know it. Like I said, you'll find a white supremacist in some meth-infested uh, trailer park or in the woods with Bigfoot uh, and swimming in the lake with Loch Ness. Something along those lines at the Unicorn Ranch, what have you. There you'll find them. The idea that, oh my God, the Nazis are on the rise is utter horseshit. Uh, the band comes hours after McGinnis spoke out against the alt-right Unite the Right demonstration that will be held in Washington, D.C. Oh, oh no. Well, well, this doesn't make any sense. Gavin was speaking against it. You see, this hurts the narrative that it, you know, it, it, they're all one and the same. It's all Nazis and Trump is the new Hitler and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but he also made note of the changing political atmosphere, which has maintained a radical leftism. Antifa and the socialists are the mainstream now. And we're the rebels, he said. Uh, the Twitter account for the Proud Boys, McGinnis' organization, has also been suspended. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, and so they... Because the Proud Boys, like I said, they got into uh, fights with Antifa. But, like I said, if you're a few steps from Antifa, you're going to get in a fight with them. Or just take a beating from them, uh, which they do repeatedly. Um, let's see. It says PDX Mike Bivens. I'm not sure who this guy is. Uh, the regional Proud Boys account that was most on my case has also been suspended. Uh, once they got the main Proud Boy account, retweet this tweet. Uh, 
Uh, Bay Area Proud Boy. This was a tweet. They said, okay, if you want to play that game, I don't know what this is in response to, please retweet so people know that Mike Bivens is an advocate and staunch supporter of a well-known pedophilia group. Uh, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so what? Uh, so they're saying that's what got them suspended? I don't know. According to BuzzFeed, the accounts were removed for violating Twitter's policy of violent extremist groups. Okay, yeah, uh, when you're a violent extremist group and you attack someone, which Antifa did, apparently the group they attack, if they defend themselves, or apparently are, are just attacked, <laughs> they too are now a violent extremist group. So it's, it's kind of like the rape victim is now also a rapist because they were engaged in the act of rape even though that they were the victim of the rape, but still an act of rape took place. So by this logic, <laughs> you're both rapists. I mean, so, so yeah, uh, they were violent extremist groups, and that's what you got to do here because uh, Antifa and Proud Boys met up at the Portland, Oregon deal where the police ended up having to protect the Proud Boys from Antifa who were... You know, be, I mean, Antifa, they'll show up with their signs. Yeah, they're just signs. Yeah, they're held up on some pretty uh, solid poles that they then use to bash people's heads in. So, uh, there you go. Uh, these are the ever-changing rules, and uh, uh, it's the world we live in today. And uh, freedom of speech uh, means that you are supposed to be in the driver's seat, but apparently groups like Twitter and Facebook and what have you don't believe that. Uh, they will decide what you see and hear, not you. So is this really about insulting uh, Gavin McGinnis and his Proud Boys and uh, right-wingers and Trump people and all that? No, it's about insulting you because your masters have decided that you're too stupid to figure out who's right and who's wrong. Uh, you don't have the judgment to understand anything. They're here to protect you. So they're calling you an idiot. You can't decide. So, anyway, gee, I, I hope I can tweet this show out tomorrow. <laughs> or today, as it is for you. Uh, because, uh, boy, might not have a Twitter account for much longer. Fortunately... I'm not famous, so uh, it probably probably won't happen. But sooner or later, you got to wonder. So, hey, why not head over to Gab AI and find your old pal, Mr. Nelson, and uh, follow me there. Uh, I am there, and I post a lot on all that, and I'm thinking maybe it's time to start paying more attention to Gab and my other uh, social media thing I use a lot, uh, Minds, uh, Facebook, I'm there as well, um, uh, under Douglas Nelson, uh, but I don't use it as much. And like I said, I'll probably get booted off of there too. So uh, yeah, there's minds.com slash Mr. Nelson. You can go and find me there. And then at Gab AI, uh, Mr. Nelson, uh, you can find me there. Uh, I do have my Nelson YouTube channel, but I also have a video channel on BitChute, that is B-I-T-C-H-U-T-E, and they're slowly but surely on a long struggle to try to become a genuine competitor for YouTube, and it needs to happen. 
so uh, yeah, it, pretty much everything I've done on YouTube is also on that one. And that is also under Mr. Nelson. And uh, probably going to start putting stuff on there that's only on BitChute. Um, because I, <laughs> I just... And besides, the platforms need people to go there, be a part of it, help it grow, and uh, stop becoming dependent on these. And it's like, oh, it's a, a big mountain to climb. Yeah, because no one does it. So... Uh, these are the options that you have. And uh, it, it's sooner or later, someday, going to have to give up Twitter. Uh, Twitter is where I have the most uh, followers. Uh, I don't have anything on these others. <laughs> Very little at all. And uh, need to work on changing that. And so uh, sooner or later, if they kick me off Twitter or whatever... I retweeted somebody. It could it could come down to that at some point. Um, who knows? They can make it up as they go along, and uh, that could happen. So yeah, I'm on Gab and I'm on Mines and Bitchute. You can find me there, and uh, I'll uh, I'll say hi, perhaps. <laughs> uh, you know, same old stuff, videos and artwork and all that stuff that you know and love from your old pal, Mister Nelson. Uh, is on those. And also, I do uh, post the links to the show there as well. All right. This is not the show I intended to do, <laughs> but um, I did do a, another episode of the American Super Squad, which is uh, part of uh, redoing my uh, old uh, comic book series, Wonderware. Uh, this is issue two from Wonderware. It starts off there. And some of it is material that I've done before. This time I was able to find it and I've just reused a night night story to fit in with what I've done from this comic book. So it starts off and I'm splitting it into two parts. The second part will come later. And so there it is, but it's an old, so if it sounds familiar, if you remember night night shows, it's because it is night night. <laughs> so, but it, fits in with the story as we go forward and uh i'll change here and there and i've also decided to go ahead and rename the characters as they are now rather than stick with the script of the comic book but there it is that'll be after this short break and uh that'll be fun won't it yeah it will so stick around for more uh nelson show coming your way You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Like the sound of my voice? Yes, you know you do. And you want to hear it in the best way possible. So why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from Tweaked Audio? Key features include eight colors and styles, mic'd and non-mic'd versions, designed to sound great for music and talk. Noise-reducing design with a lifetime warranty. So head over to tweakedaudio.com and use discount code Mr. Nelson at checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping. That's Mr. Nelson, M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's not case-sensitive, but it is all one word. That's tweakedaudio.com. This is CNN. <laughs> Next time 
on my brother's keeper. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I seen her walk around with them cheeks jiggling out of them shorts. <laughs> it's not fair. I'm going to have to do something about that. I mean, she's asking for it. <laughs> oh, 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 man, I got to go. Oh, uh, uh, man, I told you time and time again. Get off the phone. What the hell is this? That <laughs> looks like a, a jar of apple jelly. <laughs> That's right. And do you see what is mixed inside it? Uh, oh, uh, yeah, well... Uh, Just answer me this, goddammit. Did you dip peanut butter on a knife in my jar of jelly? Well, hell, I... You see, I... Uh, it, Shut up! Did you dip peanut butter... In my jelly. Well, I... <laughs> yes, I did. God damn it, stupid. Ugh. I don't see what's too hard to understand. There's a right way and a wrong way. But he always does it wrong. I do not like peanut butter in my jelly. You put the jelly on the bread, then the peanut butter... And then you can wipe the knife off on the bread. But you don't mix the two in their jars. Well, honey, it's you're going to eat end up eating it together. I mean, it is a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I mean... God, damn it, Sally! How the hell is he ever going to learn when you keep making excuses for him like that? Damn it! Oh, man, I... You know, what's really bad about all this is I hate to hear them fight, you know, uh, and, and I feel it's... You know, it's somehow my fault, and 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 I mean, if they break up, I mean, it, it, that means it, it, I have doubts about people's ability to love, and who's gonna love me? <laughs> my brother's keeper on TLC. Say, gang, if you've ever been over to my selfie.com/nelson store, uh, where I keep all my poor man's mystery science theater videos. Uh, you'll find that a lot of these movies are pure crap. Yes, <laughs> they're public domain garbage. Uh, and that's the idea, because you probably wouldn't want to sit through that crap just as is. But with my little additions and uh, my witchy commentary and cartoon sound effects and, oh, yes, bathroom humor, uh, it makes it easy for you to get through it. It's like watching the movie with me. Yeah, yeah. Well, occasionally some of them aren't crap at all. In fact, they're quite good. And the case in point here would be Night of the Living Dead, which is, of course, a horror classic. But for some dumb reason, it fell into public domain. Someone forgot to register copyright. So there it is. It's wide open for assholes like me to dump all over just for fun. I shouldn't, but of course, I just can't help myself because, well, I'm a smartass. So, when Nelson riffs Night of the Living Dead, we have some people who spend the night in some farmhouse when suddenly some undead cannibals show up to crash the party. Yes, yes. Now, warning, due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. So, what you need to do is head over to selfie.com slash Nelson. That's S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Nelson. Yes, it's just that simple. 
And for a buck seventy-five, Nelson Riff's Night of the Living Dead can be yours. Go there now. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the adventures of the world's greatest superheroes, the ASS American Super Society. Previously on the ASS... Damn it, Moon Woman! While I'm out saving the world, you're in bed with Sun King! Spectacular, man! I, I can explain! It, it's not what it looks like! Save it, Moon Woman! Well, I guess this was inevitable. We always knew that the sun would one day hump the moon. Right. The flying pig. The gymnastic mistress of illusion. She doesn't belong up there with the rest of those common criminals. Deep down, she's just a delicate, sweet, innocent flower. A flower! That was rudely and brutally plucked and corrupted by that asshole, the pink elephant. And now, our story begins once again in the high-rise posh apartment of supermodel Zara Zillion, better known as Moon Mage, where once again she finds herself in bed with Sun King. But suddenly, through the window, Sun King flies in. How can this be? Moon Mage, what the hell? Sun King, how, how can you be over there in the window when, when, when you're here in bed with me? How indeed. And yet, the answer quickly arrives when the man in bed with her turns to her and pulls off the blonde wig and mask to reveal that he is none other than... <laughs> the joke's on you, Moon Mage. You see, I'm really Sun King's arch-enemy, Rex Rain. I finally stuck it to him by sticking it to you. And what a fine sticking it was. No! <laughs> Get the hell out of here, Rain, before I rip your balls off and shove them down your throat. <laughs> Think you're mad now, Sun King? Well, guess what? I didn't use a rubber. So there's a good chance Moon Bitch here is pregnant with my child. Oh, <laughs> How do you like them apples, Chuckles? <laughs> All right, that does it. Suddenly, Sun King leaps forward and knocks Rex Rain to the ground. This'll wipe that smirk off your face. Oh, <coughs> fool! You think I came unarmed? Have some dark matter radiation, Sun King! Oh, oh feeling... Weak, going, limp, losing potency. Oh, oh. oh he'll be all right. Just feed him lots of bran and that'll flush it out of his system. I should know. I'm a doctor. Damn you, Rex. Isn't it enough to humiliate him? Well, now you know who the real man around here is, don't you, Moon Man? <sighs> oh, go on. Get out, Rex. I, I never want to see you again, so go on. You, you, you smirking smug son of a bitch! <laughs> your mouth says no, but your lips say yes. <laughs> See you, Tux. 
Then, after Rex Rain has left, and Moon Mage has put on her Moon Mage costume... Oh, that man! I thought he'd never leave! Is there no end to Rex's evil? I... I feel so violated! Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, you better not be blaming me for this grip! I'm the fucking victim, damn it! Well, how many times is this going to happen? What do you mean? Oh, well... First, it was my clone, then an android duplicate of me, then it was my double from a parallel universe. Now it's this! You slept with every Tom, Dick, and Harry in a Sun King suit. Oh, and I don't think I'll ever get over walking in on you in bed with a frat boy in a Sun King costume. I mean, how can I forget it? It's on the internet! <laughs> but, uh, yeah, well maybe I wouldn't be so eager to hop in the sack with every pseudo-you if I could have the real you more. I mean, sometimes it's like, look... Up in the sky! It's a comet! It's a UFO! No! It's Flaccid Game! Are you done? Because I am! And with that, Sun King flies away, leaving a teary-eyed moon mage. Meanwhile, across town, in an old abandoned warehouse, we find the super villainesses, Flying Pig and Maiden Mud! They're curvaceous. Buddies, bound together, and rope. You'll never get away with this, Fuller! I've already gotten away with it, bitch! Damn you, Fuller! Fuller, we only helped you on these bank jobs so you'd help me bust out the pink elephant when he's transferred to court next week! Well, I fooled you! Hey, boss, one of our lookouts spotted the night cruiser out in the back parking lot. What? Damn it! Get the snipers on it! We might get to send Night Night to Nighty Night Land for good! Come on, Mud! We gotta get loose before they come back! Sorry, Pig, but Fuller hit me with super blow dryers, and without moisture, my mud like skin is almost like rock. I can barely move. If only there was a way for me to get you wet! Uh, well. Suddenly, a large window near our femme fatales is smashed through by our masked marvels, Night Night and Boobo. Well, 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 Miss Flying Pig, it seems your nefarious deeds have now come back to bite you on your sweet, sweet pink ass. But fear not, I shall soon release your writhing bulbous buddies from this dire bondage. <laughs> Not so fast, Nick Great tomfoolery. It's the master of the clever ruse. Yes, Bobo. I'd know that sinister laugh anywhere. It's our old arch enema, the fooler. That's enemy, stupid. I ain't going nowhere near your ass. So, next, fooler, I expect you'll strip these ladies nakedly nude, oil them up, and then break out the whips and paddles and spank their asses throbbing red. Uh, no, but, but you know, now that you mention it, that's not such a bad idea, except I'm more partial to whipped cream and, than oil, but, uh, you know, whatever. You, you polluter of purity, be there no end to your perversions. My perversions? All that crap is your idea. But enough of this palaver. Boys, kick his ass! And soon, Night Night and Bubo are engaged in brutal hand-to-hand -hand combat. Unfortunately, most of the brutality 
is on them. Sadly, our heroes are only able to strike back at their foes with their faces, guts, and butts. Which, of course, results in their total defeat. Now they are bound and at their enemy's mercy. But again, sadly, their enemies have no mercy. Well, looks like you shit in your nest this time, night night. This looks like the end, my darling. But at least we'll die in each other's arms. Well, that's, um, that's just the Meadows Muffin. Bulls, we want to hurry this up. The tights you make us wear are making our balls itchy, and we need to go wear them out. <laughs> Enough of this shit! Suddenly, the flying pig breaks free and attacks Fuller's gang. Whoa! Whoa! I thought I told you idiots to hog tie that bitch! Boo! Go your balls! <coughs> Damn it! Where are you assholes going? Get your asses back over here! Help me! Sorry, boss. Yeah, taking on night nut and butthole is one thing, but the flying pig? Shit. Yeah, you ain't being this enough for that kind of pain. <sighs> well, fooler, it seems your machinations have only served to make a fool love you. Oh, my balls. Phew. Boy, night night, that was a close one. We sure got lucky. Damn it, boo you could learn a thing or two about teamwork from Flying Pig and Maiden Mud. Boy, our team should be more like theirs. Are you all right? Did he hurt you? No, I'm fine. Thanks to you. Suddenly, the Flying Pig and Maiden Mud embrace and kiss each other passionately on the lips while a shocked Night Night and Boobo look on. Uh. I don't think we should be their kind of team, Night Night. Shut up, Boo Boo! <laughs> oh no! Can Night Night's broken heart recover? And what about Sun King and Moon Mage? Can there be happiness in a world of superheroes? Find out in the next exciting episode of the ASS, the American Super Society, in Desperate Superheroes Part 2. The ASS, the American Super Society, is a Nelson production. All characters are written and performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Music is provided by Kevin McLeod and other public domain sources. You'll have to tune in uh, maybe next time or whenever I get around to it <laughs> for uh, the next episode of the ASS to find out what becomes of our superheroes. And if I've sprinkled this through previous episodes of uh, Night Night, you probably already know, so <laughs> there's that too. Uh, okay, uh, <laughs> trying to salvage what I originally intended uh, for this uh, show uh we'll get to this segment which is uh my continuing to watch space 1999 uh this was uh the uh, seventh episode of season one called alpha child 
And basically, it was a uh, the birth uh, of a child on the base of the first time it happened, and oh, they were all excited and everything. But then another glowing blue mysterious light shows up, and uh, well, you know something's up. And I'm not certain, I'm too lazy to go back and research it, but I'm thinking this child was supposed to be the son of the guy who got possessed by another glowing blue light. <laughs> Uh, that, um, you know, ended up killing a bunch of people by freezing them and then uh, absorbed the uh, nuclear reactor and then turned back into a blue light and flew away. Uh, it, it was pretty stupid. Um, so I thought, oh, maybe, well, that's interesting. They're connecting the two. I don't know if that's what they were doing at all. Uh, but the, the, the child uh, instantly uh, begins to age very rapidly. Well, within a few minutes, he's he looks like a five-year-old. Uh, but... If that didn't give you your first clue, then uh, he kind of wandered around kind of like a creepy uh, Damien kid from The Omen. <laughs> and, and of course, yes, this was all very sinister. Uh, obviously, the uh, blue light entity had taken over this child and uh, caused him to age rapidly. Uh, it, it, he pretended apparently to be deaf and mute. We later learn he really wasn't. But uh, he was paying attention to the station and learning how it operates and everything. Uh, the commander, of course, didn't trust him. There's something suspicious about it. Well, yeah, the, the kid's an infant, and suddenly he's five years old within a few minutes. Uh, his mother freaks out at the sight of him and won't have anything to do with him. <laughs> it was all kind of weird. But it gets even weirder. Well, uh, the blue light uh, shows up, and they notice it. And then all of a sudden, a giant uh, a starship appears. And hovers over the base, and then several other starships along with it. Like I said, damn, it's a whole fleet, and they they get nervous and they try to attack it. Uh, it doesn't work. Their uh, their spaceships get knocked back down, uh, and then uh, the, the child uh, I don't know collapses or whatever. So they take him back to the uh, the sick bay, and uh, well, he he ages again. This time into a full grown man who looks like he's probably somewhere in in his early 40s, <laughs> with uh, a really bad comb-over. <laughs> and all of a sudden, he's magically wearing uh, this uh, sort of shiny silver cheerleader outfit. <laughs> it's it's awful. <laughs> and so he gets up, and he has these mind-control powers. So he takes over the doctor and her uh, her assistant, or other doctor, I guess, and, uh, and uh, there's a struggle and all that sort of stuff. And then he goes over to the mother... And uh, uses his powers on her and kills her. She, uh, she dies. Then he uses his powers on her again and she wakes up. But then she turns uh, different and her makeup job's different and everything. All of a sudden she's wearing silver pajamas. And they probably should have swapped costumes because I imagine the cheerleader outfit would have looked a lot better on her. <laughs> so she's in silver pajamas all of a sudden. And she gets up, walks over to him. And they make out. Uh, yeah, this is the really uh, disturbing part because keep in mind, uh, the, the body he has was her child. <laughs> and now they're making out. But you see, uh, he is this uh, alien intelligence that took over the child's body to form a body for himself. And, uh, and then he put this other alien entity into the body of the mother. And now she's 
this other creature. I believe he called Arena or something like that. And they're part of a, 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 an, an escaping fugitive armada of ships that was uh, pretty much in exile and had to escape from their society. And they're looking to hide. And so they figured they'll take over these human bodies and their species won't ever find them again. And so that was their plot uh, to kill off all the uh, the people on Alpha Base. And the jig was pretty much up. The uh, Alpha Base guys couldn't really do anything. They were all dying. And then all of a sudden, of course, uh, the authorities from their society shows up and starts destroying all their ships and kills pretty much all of them except, you know, the two, the couple that was on the Alpha Base. And they're like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. So they run and they get cornered in the sick bay and they try to work out a deal. But then the... Uh, the, the, the aliens, uh, uh, you know, zap them and they're done. And then magically, uh, the, the 40-something man turns back into a baby and the mother turns back into the mother. And there she is holding the baby and everything's fine. Jeez. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Yeah, so... <laughs> uh, 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 another bad episode <laughs> of Space 1999 and quite possibly the creepiest of the bunch. So, hey, there's that. So, uh, Alpha Child from Space 1999. Oof. <laughs> uh, so, uh, well, we'll see what Episode 8 has in store. <laughs> and maybe I'll get to that in uh, next Wednesday's show. Alright, also Wednesday, I don't know the time. I didn't clear that. And uh, I may not even have a Twitter account by the time. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, look for me on Gab and Mines. Uh, so, but uh, Gonzo will be putting out this program I did for them called Nelson Theater, where I'm going to be making fun of public domain films on it. Uh, a rather shortened version of that that I do in my store, which are much longer and extensive. And so, but they're dirt cheap, dollar seventy-five for a full film and uh, ninety cents for a, a short films you know, about 30 minutes or shorter. And um, some of that will be there, a little bits and stuff, but it's animated with me, Lefty, and Red in there. And and uh, so this first one will feature a public domain Superman cartoon. And uh, so there's that. That'll be the first one. And then next week will be, or not next week, it, it's every two weeks because I just don't have the time for it, really. <laughs> so uh, there'll be another one uh, for that. But anyway, the debut will be this Wednesday I su suppose in the evening. I don't know. <laughs> Boy, this is terrible. <laughs> uh, but but there you have it. And uh, the Nelson Show, of course, continues on. There will be a show for uh, Wednesday on RadioMisfits.com. So thanks for listening. And uh, we'll do it again uh, until I'm banned from everything. <laughs> um, who knows? I mean, fortunately, I'm not famous. So I'll probably be okay for a while. Um but uh, you just never know with these things, and you never really know what the rules are. They make them up as they go along. So it's too bad about uh, Gavin, and they're saying it's permanent. So uh, most of the, pe the people they said was permanent, I don't think they ever came back. They ever let them back and stuff. So uh, there you go. So that's you can't follow Gavin on Twitter anymore. And uh, that should be up to you, shouldn't it? Should have been up to you. But no... You're not allowed that choice. You're not. But, hey, you can uh, follow some jihadis. You can follow uh, Black Lives Matter sites that uh, call for the deaths of white people and cops. You can follow uh, Antifa. 
that uh, wants to kill a bunch of people, wants to uh, execute the president. How about that, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's allowed. That's allowed. How about that? That's, that's something. Oh, well. See, all I want to do is talk about Space 1999. <laughs> oh, damn, before I go. Okay, instead of my theme song, I'll, I'll do this, and then we'll go into the theme song. Uh, yes, the theme song to Space 1999 is quite the treasure. Um, starts off okay, and then goes into this, you know, 70s disco thing. <laughs> just awful but it's fitting for how bad the show is you know uh when george lucas was working on star wars there was people pushing for that that he should have had like uh, uh synthesizers you know moog synthesizers and uh, the disco stuff in it and, oh god can you imagine how horrible it would be and how dated it would be instead of just using you know traditional or orchestra music that john williams did uh boy uh, probably wouldn't even be talking about it anymore if he'd done that <laughs> So anyway, so there you go. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. During the Mr. Nelson show, do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and/or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and/or blocked. This is CNN. <laughs>